please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. 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 Hallelujah. This is the day that God has already made for us. And therefore, since he's made it, we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Here at Rick Bonfell Ministries, I'm Frank Appel, looking forward to sharing the Word of God with you. It must be Friday. Yeah, yeah hallelujah. The weekend's here before you know it. Next thing you know, it'll be next weekend. It'll be daylight saving time. Oh, hallelujah. You'll lose an hour. Spring forward. Well, praise the Lord. Since um, we've been talking about Nicodemus so much, <laughs> I, I, I can't get away from a couple of verses that uh, Matthew covered in John chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 3 and 5 and continue on with that to see what God is saying about the kingdom of God. You know, it's important that we understand the kingdom of God. God has put it on my heart that that's that on my heart for this year to concentrate on the kingdom of God, to look at the kingdom. Everything is about the kingdom of God. Amen. And so, therefore, we need to come and understand what's, what the kingdom of God's all about. So, first of all, let me read these two verses in John chapter 3, verses 3 and 5. Jesus answered and said to him, to Nicodemus, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then in verse 5, Jesus answered him and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And I look at, I always have to look at these Greek words. I always have to look at the words. What are they saying? You see, first of all, he says, you, unless you're born again, you're not able to see. Mm-hmm. Unless you're born again, you can't enter. So what is the difference there? Well, that's what I had to find out. My, my in, mind has to understand what Jesus is saying. What, what, is, it, what is all of this about? Well, first of all, I looked up the word see. Well, you know what the word see means. It means see. <laughs> yeah, that's so simple. No, it means more than that. Because this is what I found out. It means to observe. To observe what's in the kingdom of God. It keep going on and off there? No. Okay. It means to be admitted to witness. To be admitted to witness what's in the kingdom of God. It also means to obtain to a true knowledge of God. 
Now, I tried to understand this by looking at a, in an earthly uh, illustration. What if you were in the mall and you were standing outside of a clothing store and looking in the window? And you see all those things in the window. You see all those clothes in there. How beautiful they are. You got, you got the, for a man, man, you got your coats and you got pants and shirts and ties and all of that. It looks great in there. I tell you, I'm observing and I'm, I'm standing there witnessing what's inside the clothing store. But guess what? I haven't entered. So, what does it mean then to enter? What it, it means that I'm to begin to exist, come into an existence within the kingdom of God. It means that I am to take possession of, or to partake of and enjoy. So I'm standing outside this clothing store, and I'm looking at all of that, and what oh, that looks good. I'd like to have that, you know. Boy, that'd be great. But, you know, I can't partake of it and enjoy it and take possession of it until I go in. I've got to go in and enter inside there and begin, oh, I'm going to try this on, see if they'll like this. And I'll look in the mirror and say, I like this coat, you know. I like this suit and everything. And, and I'm going to get me a tie and a shirt to go with it. And, and boy, I tell you, I'm going to take possession of it. Yeah, I'm going to take possession of it. And I'm going to enjoy this new New suit that I've just bought, and it is great. But you see, I didn't have to pay for it because, you see, Jesus has paid for it all in the kingdom of God. It's all paid for. In the kingdom of God, everything that God wants us to have has already been paid for. Hallelujah. So, am I going to stand outside? The question I want to deal with this morning, are you partaking of or are you just standing looking? Mm. It's a difference. I can stand and see what's there, but have I really entered into to take possession of and to receive what God has for me in my life? So, that's what we were looking at this morning. We're going to realize that God wants every believer, every believer to understand and to see what the hidden truths of the kingdom of God are all about. And He wants us to understand that to a believer. First of all, He said it to His his disciples in Matthew chapter 13, verses 10 and 11, which is back there, Mr. John. Jesus speaking to His disciples. And the disciples came and said unto Him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. The mysteries, the word there again, means hidden truths. The hidden truths of the kingdom of God, Jesus said to his disciples, You are the ones to know that. All those religious leaders... Uh, they're not going to understand. <laughs> That's the reason I'm speaking to them in parables, because you see, I want you to understand what the kingdom of God's all about, and they're not going to uh, comprehend it because they already got their mind set on what they know and what they believe, and they're not going to listen. They're not going to see it. But you are disciples. 
It's just not for his disciples in that day. It's for all saints as well. Colossians chapter uh, 1, 24 through 26. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh. Paul talking to the church at Colossae. For his body's sake, which is, is the church, whereof I am made a minister, according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you, to fulfill the word of God. To fulfill the... Okay. Even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Yes, even the mysteries, the hidden truth, has now been made manifest to his saints. The, the church, he wants everyone to know the hidden truth. He don't, he's not going to hide anything from us. He wants us to know it all. He wants us to see it all. He wants us to partake of it all, to take in and receive what we need in our life. Why? For our benefit? No, for His. That the Word of God may go forth. Because, you see, if I'm not able to receive what the kingdom of God has for me so that I can function in this world, I'm not going to be a good witness of Him. People are going to see a difference. Wow, look at him. Look what's going on in his life. Boy, he's got it made. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him, yeah, I got it made because, you see, God made me this way. He made me. He gave me everything that I need. He is supplying my needs daily. Hallelujah. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Not according to what's going on in the country. You can have the stock market. Maybe there and over there, you know, and all around there. Well, the kingdom of God stock market is this. <laughs> it keeps rising. It keeps getting better and better. <laughs> Whoa, hallelujah. So that's where I put my investment. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God. Now, there are two basic facts a basic truth of the kingdom of God that we want to look at this morning. First of all, <laughs> I like this part, abundance. Yeah. I'm going to look at, uh, I'm going to turn over to Matthew chapter 13 where John was. A bit, uh, and I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at the explanation for the parable that he just explained to, uh, told the Pharisees, John chapter 13, starting with verse 18. Now he's explaining the parable of the sower. He's already told his disciples now, it's for you to have the hidden truth revealed to you. So now he is revealing the truth to them. This is what that parable is all about, that these Pharisees, and they're not going to understand it, but you are. So first of all, he says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, see, kingdom, we're talking about the kingdom. When hear the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches it away and it was sown in his heart. This is he who seed is on the wayside. 
kind of reminds me of uh, people going to church. And they come to church, they hear the Word. Oh, you know, they might even get excited about the Word there. And, and great, hallelujah. And, and they walk out the door and it's gone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, it's just like planting the seed on the wayside. It's just not there. They're not understanding. They're not partaking of They're not receiving it. They're hearing it, but they're not taking it in. And it's not going to do them any good. I, I, as a pastor, I get frustrated with that at times because my heart wants people to grab hold of the Word and to live in the Word and to function in the Word. Then they'll have the benefit of the kingdom of God. Well, not a person who just planted and did all of a sudden, there it is on the wayside, <laughs> just as if you just threw it away. No sense to even, you know, what the heck. That was a good sermon, Pastor. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I have to watch that on every day. Oh, I enjoyed that today, Pastor. Oh, I got it all. I had to go and say, God, all glory be unto you, but help them to understand. Well, anyway, here we go. Uh, verse 20. And for he who received the, the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. And yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. And for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Yeah, I, I got the word. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go live the word now. I'm gonna go live in it, and uh, and, and and everything is gonna take place. And uh, uh, yeah, this is what I heard the teaching, and I get it there, and all of a sudden, I, I get uh, this pressure coming into my life, and this stress is just overtaking me, and and all these things that are happening in my life and it's pressing down and next thing you know uh, the word's gone because it didn't take root Frank yes it's this verse that you brought in it says yet has he not root in himself I remember doing writing my book and I came across that and it has to do with people that the reason why they don't respond is because they have unforgiveness, they have bitterness towards somebody, they're, they're, they're just angry yeah. or, or rebellious, and, and, and they, 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 don't, they don't deal with the dirty laundry, so they can't hear. So they might have a root, but it's rotten. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just not producing anything. <laughs> and it's it just, you know, just to have the root, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but when, when all this stuff begins to happen in their life, why didn't they use the word? Why didn't they function in what they just heard in, in the word? Just take it and go with it, and 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 don't allow it to overtake you. No, because the root was not there. It didn't. They wasn't firmly planted in their life. Okay. Well, there's no root. All right. What's next here? Um, now he who received the seed, in verse 22, and um, and. And among the thorns, oh gosh, is he who hears the word and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And 
he becomes unfruitful. Uh, I get distracted all the time. and I don't know why I'm just worrying about, you know, how am I going to pay the... I got the money this month, but I'm not going to be able to pay it next month. I don't know how it's coming in and all of this. And I get anxious about being... I don't know if I can do this or not. And next thing you know, it's just choking the Word right out. Even though they've received it. Yeah, Matt, you got to say something. I was going to say, um, it's scary because, like, the person in this situation, like, they received it, so it got planted. Uh-huh. There's roots there. So there's a root of, of God in them. Yeah. But they never became what they were supposed to become. That's kind of scary, you know. Yeah, and never... Uh, never produced the fruit thereof it never became a fruitful life in the word you see god wants us to receive the word become active in us and produce fruit in us for the kingdom of god that's what it's all about it's not to produce for me it's for him it's all about him it's got well now so all right well, let's hope there's some hope here somewhere. Uh, how about the next verse? But he who received the seed on good ground, mm, all right, is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some six, and some thirty. There's the abundance. But how's the abundance produced within our lives for the kingdom of God? How is the abundance of the kingdom of God produced in us? It's when we is planting on good ground. So, before you begin to hear the word, oh, here we go again. If you're always getting ready, you'll be ready. If you're always getting yourself ready to hear the word, then you'll be ready to receive it. You you. Just don't get up in the morning and go to church and then all this stuff going on. Get ready to hear what God's going to say. Don't come and turn this on and, and next thing you know, oh, that's a good teaching. Get ready before you hear the Word. Get ready because in the morning because God's going to say something to you during the day. And if you don't have good ground prepared, I have it all tilled up and ready to plant the seed in it, then you're not going to be able to produce the fruit that God wants from the kingdom of God. It's not going to be an abundance in you. Oh, maybe I got 1%. Uh, maybe it's the fivefold. Yeah. But God wants, he say, what did He say first of all? Hundredfold. Then He went to 60. Then He went to 30. You notice He didn't go the other way? He started out with a hundredfold because that's what God's best is for us. The hundredfold abundance of the kingdom of God coming into our lives. Not anything less. Now, if we want to accept 60, that's fine. He'll, he'll give you 60. But I want everything God has. And I know I need to prepare myself for that. So, that's the first fact about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in abundance. It's in abundance. Hallelujah. A scripture that is very familiar to me and I I love it is is Ephesians 3.20. He said that He is able to do exceedingly abundantly 
above what I ask or think. Hallelujah. That's what he said. Ascend abundantly what I ask or think. We kind of stop there. But then it says, according to the power that works in me. Now, that power, we could say, is the Holy Spirit. But I want to also say it's the Word of God. Because there's power in the Word of God. Now, if I get the Word of God in, then He's able to do exceedingly abundantly all that I ask or think according to how the Word of God is functioning within me. I have a part in this. He's just not going to say, Okay, Frank, here it goes. Have it. Take abundance. No. See, I've got a part in this to receive it by receiving His Word, allowing the Word to come in, partaking of the Word, and then I'm going to... Here it is. God says, here it is. Here's your hundredfold today. Praise the Lord. So, it's very important that we get the Word of God planted in us on good ground to receive the abundance that God has for us. Well, glory to God. Now, that's the first fact. The second fact is the favor of God. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead to sin, dead in sin, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceedingly exceeding riches of his grace in his kingdom in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. To show us the exceeding riches of his grace. Now what is grace? All the definition you know, unmerited favor. So I'm going to say he wants to show us the exceeding riches of his favor unto me. Whoa. In other words, He wants to bless me so because He looks at me and says, that's my, that's my son. That's my son. He stands in favor with me. That's an important part of the kingdom of God. We don't have to earn it. We already have it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to work for it. We already have it. We don't have to work it up every time we get up in the morning. Well, I don't feel like getting up today. Well, you still got favor with Him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just realize that the kingdom of God has to do with His abundance and favor. Now, if His favor says, I want you to have the best, huh? Oh, glory to God. That's what I'm going to receive today. I don't know about you, but I like that hundredfold. Yeah, the abundance of the... Whatever's, what's in the kingdom of God anyway? Everything that's good. Everything that I need. Anything from wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Anything from prosperity to healing to deliverance to everything that God, I need. There it is. In abundance. Praise the Lord. So, 
what I do every day is I thank God for what He is supplying me today. Praise God. It is great to know. Well, so, how can I receive this revelation? Because you see, it only comes by revelation. It doesn't come because I read it in the Bible. Uh, someone told me. Uh, the preacher preached on it. And it was a good sermon. Uh, no. Uh, it comes by revelation being revealed into me to where it begins to be not just information. It becomes my life. Everything about my life. How do I do that? Well... We're going to turn over to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And I'm, I'm reading this. This is one of my favorite prayers. I, I find out that if you pray the Word of God, He'll always answer. At least that's what it says in 1 John 4. It says if you pray according to His will, He hears you. And if you know He hears you, then you have whatever you ask. And His will is what? His Word. So if I pray His Word, He's always going to answer. Hallelujah. So here it is. This is what Paul is telling the church at Ephesus to do. He just explained to them all the, the benefits of being a child of the living God, that they are chosen, they are accepted, they are redeemed. I mean, everything. They're blessed abundantly. Now, to be able to receive all that, I got to have it revealed to me. Yeah, here we go. Uh, do he? He says uh, in verse sixteen, he does not cease to give thanks for you, according to making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe. I encourage you to pray that prayer for yourself. Pray that prayer for yourself. Father, fill me with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Enlighten my eyes that I may know what is the hope of your calling, that I may know the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, and that I may know the power that is abounding toward me today. Hallelujah. Pray that prayer. I mean, that's not once, but pray it consistently every day until you have that revelation and you begin to open up the Word of God. And next thing you know, I didn't see that before. Amen. Where did that come from? <laughs> it, it, it being revealed to you by who? Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will reveal it to you because, see, He wrote it. <laughs> yes, He did. He used men to put down the true hidden truths of the kingdom of God and only through the Holy Spirit will He reveal it to you every single day. Amen. So, receive what God has for you. 
Don't just stand outside and look at it. Oh, that's beautiful. I like it. Hey, look there. He's got the healing for me today. Look at Oh, he's got the wisdom that I need to make the right decision. Yeah. Oh, look at there. He's got the prosperity. Yeah, to, to help me to, oh, yeah, to be able to pay my bills. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, beautiful. I'm, but I'm going to enter to be able to partake of, to take possession of, and to enjoy the blessings of God that He has already given to me because He has an abundance for me and He has favor on my life. Hallelujah. I, I'm amazed that He would favor me. I don't know about you, but why me? I asked him that. He didn't let me know yet. He just said, I love you. <laughs> That's it. And he showed it, didn't he? Yes, he did. So I want to pray for you today that you'll be able to see and to enter into what God has for you today. Father, thank you that this is the blessing that we come today, not only to observe and to pay witness of what is in the kingdom, but we come to partake of what is in the kingdom today. So, Holy Spirit, I pray for revelation knowledge upon each person today that we will not only see, but come and enter in to partake of what our Heavenly Father has for us in abundance because He favors us today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.